God's report will you believe we shall believe the report of the Lord whose report will you receive we shall receive the report of the Lord his report says I am healed his report says I am filled his report says I am free his report says victory whose report will you believe oh we shall believe the report of the Lord whose report will you receive we shall receive the report of the Lord for his report says I am healed his report I am filled His report says I am free His report says victory Whose report will you believe We shall believe the report of the Lord Whose report will you receive Oh, we shall receive the report of the Lord Beginning and the end, 
kingdom you, you can you can put your whole life around this because it's not going anywhere it's going to last forever praise the lord y'all may be seated sister susie is going to sing for us today worship with her Because of what I've done, 
but because of whose I am. I'll never understand, while I was yet a slave, he said he'd buy me, he'd save me. He clothed himself in flesh, became the final sacrifice, so I could know redemption. He took the stripes upon his back so that I could walk in hell. He broke the chains of death, now I can live forevermore. It's not because of what I am, it's not because of what I've done, but because of whose I am. My Father is Lord of everything, from here beyond forever. He's given me His name, said if I'd ask anything, He'd gladly give it. He put a ring upon my hand, said the riches of heaven were all mine. It's not because of what I am, it's not because of what I've done, but because he first loved me, his grace has set me free. His blood is flowing through my veins, I'm adopted by the king, it's because of merciful God today. I'm one of his. One of his. Praise the Lord. Brother Erickson, see what God has for us today in his word. Looking forward to the sermon today. And uh, God bless Brother Erickson today. He's a good pastor and appreciate him very much. John, appreciate you. Now I can see. Loose me and let me go. Well, praise the Lord, everyone. Turning your attention this morning to Mark, the fourth chapter, I'm going to read verses 21 through 25, and um, Mark 4, 21 through 25, and uh, if you'll just stand with me for that, and then I'll let you be seated. And he said unto them, is a candle brought to be put under a bushel or under a bed and not to be set on a candlestick? For there is nothing hid which shall not be manifested. Neither was anything kept secret 
for that it should come abroad. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And he said unto them, Take heed what ye hear. With a measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you. And unto you that shall, uh, and, and unto you that hear shall more be given. For he that hath, to him shall be given. And he that hath not, from him shall be taken even that which he hath. Amen. My topic today, my message is simply this, meant to be consumed. Meant to be consumed. Jesus warned us if you hold off, if you deny the Father, if you stand back and watch, if you are not a participant, you're going to have problems with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Everything was set up today in order for us to be involved in the kingdom of God. And seemingly, the Lord revealed to us a truth here that I want to be sure you catch before I pray. And that simply is this, is that this is where we show off for God is the church allowing itself to be consumed. Wow. Spent for a greater cause. Giving for a greater good. Involved because it impacts not just us four no more, but it impacts the whole world. Amen. Would you pray with me, Lord? I pray that you bless today. Lord, that your will would be done in this place right now. Thank you for your word. Lord, I pray that it would be awakened. Lord, help us to see and awaken. Lord, we thank you for your good word today. I pray that you'd meet the needs of each and every one. And Lord, we'll give you the thanks and the praise. Oh, we are privileged to be a part of your kingdom. We are blessed to be here today. Let us be consumed today. Oh, for the good of your kingdom. And Lord, I know that everything will be taken care of. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Be seated. I don't know if there's any greater illustration today. Uh, when they built that tabernacle in the wilderness, and it was God's plan, it was God's idea. Moses simply uh, got the men involved that would help to build it, but really it was uh, totally God's plan. God gave him the blueprint. God gave them the riches and things coming out of Egypt, and they invested those into the house of God. And then people continue to give and of themselves. And I'm not talking about money today. I'm talking about being consumed. I, I want to be that vessel. But Jesus showed us even in the Old Testament that uh, in order to make the tabernacle in the wilderness really operate and function like it needed to, it had to have man's touch in it. There was, there was no just God's plan. Oh, I believe, Brother Erickson, I believe. I believe. Well, you can tell me you believe until you're blue in the face. But I'm telling you today that God wants something more than that. Because for me just to say I believe isn't proof 
isn't the verification, isn't the sure thing. God wants the church to be a, a revealing to the world around us. God wants someone to be on fire for God. God wants to be someone to be willing to become that wood that's able to be burned. And by it, we have a burning fire, a light that shines. Amen. And all the gospel really can be built on this. Uh, that tabernacle plan had to, had to bring an animal that, that cost you something. You had to face the facts that that animal that you brought was, was not blemished. It was a good animal, and, and it really didn't, it shouldn't have to die. But in order to cover your sins, I paid out the bucks and I gave him the money and, and we brought the lamb to the priest and the priest placed it upon the altar. The, the coals from that altar of repentance, the first place in the, in the tabernacle plan was where a man and a woman could repent of their sins and ask God to forgive them. But those coals became the very coals that would burn brightly in the holy place on the other end of the tabernacle where incense would waft up a sweet-smelling savor. Isn't that amazing? The coals of your sacrifice is what brings the sweet essence into God's presence. It doesn't stop there. They, that, uh, the bread, the, the manna, had to, be, had to be provided that somebody of, of, of the Levitical priesthood, they had to take and bake fresh bread every day except for the Sabbath. And they had to lay that fresh bread on that table of showbread there in the holy place. And, and there the priesthood who were ministering would go in and they come up to that table and, and they would take that bread and, and, and they would rip it apart and they would break it because you have to break the bread in order to eat it. And they and it had to, without somebody baking bread, it was it was it was ineffective. The the the, the table of shoe bread was worthless, was ineffective, could not do what it was meant to do without somebody being willing to provide and make bread. The candlesticks in the holy place had a reservoir in the bottom of the base of them that just held. Beaten olive oil. It was, you know, we use alcohol today, but they use beaten olive oil. And, and the Bible said that it had to be that the people provided the oil, that the fires would never go out. That was the responsibility of all of Israel. It wasn't just for the priesthood, it was for all the people. And they would bring that, that beaten olive oil that was crushed and it was, and it was strained and, and that pure oil was there and, and it would go up through that tube system of, uh, that had a, that had a, and it would go off to the, all those different uh, uh, burning spots of the candlesticks. And, and there, that thing would burn and that was the light that they had in the holy place. But if, if somebody didn't provide the oil... There was no fire. There was no light. No bread to eat, to break. No oil that would allow us to be light. No altar of incense with the coals from the altar of your gift, of your giving to God for repentance. Oh, if man wasn't involved, 
That tabernacle in the wilderness wasn't much good, was it? I'm not trying to be disrespectful when I say that. It was God's plan. But you see, I'm showing you today how important it is that God has people that are willing to be consumed. Willing to be used for the glory of God. I think we get into our troubles when we face trials of life. It's not the trials that get us in trouble. It's our attitude about God that gets us into trouble. Well, I'm having to pay out all this money, so I'm going to have to cut back on my giving. Pastor's going to have to go without tithes for a while. I understand how those things happen. But it's a, it's a statement of you becoming involved. God needs something to consume. And so we bring the things that God requires, and God blesses them, and God has a house. Oh, but let me tell you, when that uh, tabernacle in the wilderness was running, when it was operating correctly, it was powerful. The Shekinah of glory would hover over that tent every day. In the nighttime, it was a light that would light up the whole city of tents of Israel. In the daytime, it was a cloud that would cover them and keep them in shade so they didn't get burned out in the wilderness. Oh, hear me today. God is interested in the church being consumed. The writer of the New Testament said it's more blessed to take than it is to give. Is that what he said? Don't let me mislead you. No, it says it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. I could never figure that out at Christmas when I was a young boy. <laughs> it was like some kind of a conundrum or something. <laughs> okay, if I preach a serious message, but I smile and joke around a little bit, I, if you all don't like that, you're going to need to kick me out of here. <clears throat> yeah, God is interested today. But not only that, but the scripture said that, that when you, it, it's all based on how you hear the word. If you receive the word in order for it to be your bread, in order for it to be your light, in order for it to become a place of your worship, then the Bible says you will grow by that word, by that. But if you don't handle the word of God correctly, it becomes just something that you can take or leave depending on how you feel. It's not really, hasn't yet become a part of your lifestyle of calling upon the Lord and trusting him, Buck, every day. Letting God be involved in your prayer life. Letting God be involved in, in your daily needs. Oh, there's power in that church. That's, that's the outcome of God saying, I'm looking for someone I can consume today. For our God is a consuming fire. Well, I just don't know if I'm sold or not yet. You know, I, I, I think, Brother Erickson, if I just get my 401 together and have everything ready, then, then later when I get old, I'll be able to give more to the church. <laughs> You're missing the idea that God wants you to be consumed. In the process. 
So this makes sense, right? Am I, am I okay so far? Y'all are waiting for the other shoe to drop? <laughs> no, this, this is so easy. This isn't going to hurt. I have my glasses on. As big a letters as I can make this iPad, I still can see much better with these glasses on. God expects a return on his investment. Yeah, he does. That's what this thing is built on. God expects improvements in your performance. Did you know that? Well, we've done it this way for X amount of years. You know, some things it's okay to keep doing the same way, but, but there are other things in your walk with God that God wants to challenge you. He wants you to get up tomorrow morning, and he wants to put a new thought in your heart. Amen. You are lit for a purpose today. There's a reason why God has brought you to this place. Amen. Oh, listen, you're going to burn up one way or the other. So my goal today is to tell you, don't burn for yourself. Don't be consumed in this life for only yourself. But allow yourself to be consumed for the kingdom of God. Because that's where the blessings of God are. That's where the anointing of God is. That's where his presence is. Amen. God has set this up that his people would be involved. That there could be worship. And there could be praise. And there could be sacrifice. And there could be thanksgiving. And there could be love. And there could be family life. All built around what God is doing you got to get yourself on a candlestick today where, where that light can shine forth. Listen, that's what God wants you to, to realize this morning in a simple, little simple message I'm trying to preach. Don't just be consumed, but be consumed for the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's one thing to say, yes, I, I'm working on being beaten oil. It's quite another to say, yes, I'm working on being beaten oil because I want to be the oil that God uses for the candlesticks to burn brightly. Your opportunities are going to blossom when you take this message to heart. Isn't that funny? Except a corn of wheat fall into the earth and thrive and, and bless and build all sorts of benefits in their life. No, except a corn of wheat fall into the earth and die. It abideth alone. But if it dies, it shall bring forth a host of plenty. Amen. It will feed the world. Listen, God has a setup that we are taught so that we can teach. We hear in order that we can help others. Let a man mark what he hears by, by saying that, making good use of it, uh, taking advantage of the word. God, it's not just another Sunday message, uh, but Lord, let me leave here this week uh, and let there be a burning desire in my life to be that thing that we are preaching about. 
Oh, my goal is not to just be information. I don't want to be just a specialist. Uh, no, not much different from the newscast uh, that you might listen to uh, on your radio or your iPad or wherever. Uh, but, but much more and much greater than that, uh, I want you to be one who walks according to faith, believing that this is the very way into the holiest of holies. Uh, this is the way to get closer to God than I've ever been. Don't burn for yourself. Don't be consumed for yourself today. The Bible simply says to prove all things that ye may hold fast that which is good. We need to realize today God is placing all this like a, like a helpings on your plate saying, come on, take advantage of this. Consider what you hear today. Handle it properly. We have to be taught today before we can teach. Did you realize that? I don't care how many years you've been in this church. Today is a fresh day. Today it's fresh oil. Today it's fresh bread. Today it's a new uh, promises. Today uh, we are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Uh, everything about today, if you could ever look at it and realize, uh, it's not the same old, same old. It's not what we've done for the last 50 years. Uh, oh no, my friend. Today is a day of transforming power. Today's a day where God wants to take new steps in your life. But we got to handle it properly. That's, that's our attitude. Some churches, religious organizations, took these words to heart and they began to have form and fashion to honor each different type of uh, need in people's lives and, and they had a ceremony for everything. My friend, this isn't talking about ceremony. This is a talking about applying the word in your life so you see it fulfilled. If you want to use knowledge, the only way you can is you have to grow yourself. For knowledge is not a sum that we total and we add and we put into a bank account. Your money may have a 1% or 2% increase right now. <laughs> it's not much, but whatever it is. Well, let me tell you, the word of God sets dormant and becomes ineffective. For that which is not applied, Jesus said, that shall be taken away. That's not a mean God today. That's a God who wants you to understand the system that he set up. You want to grow? Make yourself available. Increase in knowledge in the word of God. Study his word. Be faithful to God. Live for God with all of your heart. Allow yourself to be, oh, amen, that thing that is consumed with God. One man said, I'd rather wear out than I would rust out. Not getting older, you're getting better. We thought that it was all advertisement for, you know, commercials for different things to help people look better. It's really the, it's really the background, the basis for Christian living, isn't it? Bearing a talent was not something that the Lord encouraged us to do. 
Lord, I knew you were an austere man. I knew I was fearful of you, and so I took that talent and I hid it in a cloth and put it into the earth. Till one day I knew you would require it of me. My friend, that's not the attitude God wants in our life today. But the other two men said, Lord, I, I took those talents, I took uh, those those blessings, and I applied them in my life, and I used them in my business, and all of a sudden, Lord, you gave me five, and I've gained five more. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. The idea today is if I could ever challenge you as a church, oh, not to be dormant, but to be dedicated, not to just sit back, but to energize and say, God, this year I'm going to be more involved in the kingdom of God than I ever had before. Why? Well, it's because Brother Erickson wants to take advantage of you. No. No, you all have done remarkable things, taking care of the church and the lawns and the cleanup in this facility. You've done remarkable we're not out trying to use you and abuse you. We want you to realize today that your blessings come when you invest yourself in the kingdom of God. Proverbs 1, verse 24 through 33, Because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded but you have set at naught all my counsel and would none of my reproof. I, will, uh, I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind. When distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they, shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but shall not find me. For they... For that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from the fear of evil. Job said this, and unto man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. Psalms 111 and 10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. Proverbs 1 and 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs 2, 1 through 9, My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou, shalt, thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and lifted up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord. And find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. 
He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the ways of his saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity, yea, every good path. When I put myself ahead of his word, put myself ahead of receiving the word of life, working in God's kingdom, I am, it is detrimental to my health. Not just spiritual, but it's detrimental in our physical world. But I'm not here to threaten us today. I just simply want you to realize that the opposite is also true. That when you obey the Lord, it's not just going to church. It's not just song service and worship service and altar call and going through the motions. It's something so much greater than that. There is a peace of God that passes all understanding. It will guide and protect your heart. There is a confidence in God today that hovers in your life like the cloud in the old and in the former days. It is protection over everything that would come against you, and God preserveth us. Oh, hallelujah. We have a God today who's interested. If you seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all this other stuff, whatever you want to list there, shall be added unto you. Amen. God will help you. Just put God first. And the way that we do that today is we allow ourselves to be consumed for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Would you stand with me today? You were meant to be consumed. And as we stated, you could be consumed in this world. Have you seen people who live the drug world or alcohol world, their skin, their, their expressions, their bent over, bowed bodies, their, their emanci uh, not emancipated, their, um, um, can't think of the right word, withering bodies, their poor health, their teeth destroyed, just all the things that happen through life. But my message to this church is this. God wants to do some incredible things in your life. But it was the people that made themselves available. They provided the oil. They provided the sacrifice. They provided the bread. And the house of God thrived. Everything fell in place. God protected them from their, all of their enemies. God brought them into a land flowing with milk and honey. Their own homes they had walled cities. They had orchards already producing. They had gardens already planted with, 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 with fruitfulness. God took care of their all. If they just kept oil for the lamp, bread for the table of showbread, coals from the altar of repentance, now in a place that offers up something sweet to the Lord. As long as they kept those things in place, God could bless that great people, millions of them, however many millions there were. He took care of every one of their needs. Their shoes didn't wear out. Their clothes didn't become tattered. The elders lived 
and health, had health. Everything about the Word of God today is a promise that God wants to prosper your way, maybe more than you're even aware. But it all comes back to this thing of being willing, not just, Pastor, I repented once and asked God to forgive me. That's necessary. We all have to start there asking God to forgive us. But we don't stop there. We build a life saying, God, consume me. Let me be what you want me to be today. Help me to be available. Help me to be a tool in your hand. Help me to be all that I can be for the kingdom of God. And Lord, I pray that you will prosper the Chelsea Church. You'll bless new families that have never known this truth. You'll fill people with the Holy Ghost that never even knew about receiving the Holy Ghost before. You'll baptize them and wash away their sins. And oh, what a relief it is to know that you've been buried in that name. There's so much good that happens for the church, folks. I could just challenge you today. You were meant to be consumed in the work of God. Not to be abused. Not to be a slave. No, you still have your own mind. You still have your own talents. You still have your own home. You still have your own family. You still have your own abilities. You have your own money. No one takes that from you. God wants you to have that. But he knows that if you are willing, if he knows that if, if he has you, then everything you have is, is just something that he can bless, he can use. David said, I've not seen the righteous forsaken. I've, I've not seen his seed begging bread. That's just not the way God's promises work today. His promises are yea and amen. Praise the Lord. You were meant to be consumed. Now just choose how you will be consumed. Will it be the rudiments of the world? Will it be all the senses of this world? Or will it be this joy unspeakable and full of glory that God wants to give you and put in your life today? As you serve the Lord, the Lord is going to take care of you. As you give your all to Him, God is going to bless your home. He's going to bless your job. He's going to bless your income. What do you think about a God who doesn't have to give you a raise, Brother Mike, but He can just provide more things without you having to spend your money? What kind of an incredible God is that? Megan, that you can have six children. And to know and trust today that God knows how to take care of each and every one. Amen. I remember we went to Springfield, Ohio to pastor, not pastor, excuse me, to assist John and Rhonda Woods. Great people. They went there and uh, took a church that was there and, and the church had all sorts of possibilities of what God could do and it would be great. It was a good church. And I went from a fairly good income with Marriott management. All those insurances, all those things provided. And I, and Elaine and I went to $325 a week. 
in a parsonage that was had bats and rats. <laughs> but man, we were never so blessed in all of our life. Something about that, Jacob, that when we allowed ourselves to be consumed for the kingdom, that day I told Mary and I said, they, they said, Kevin, we want to move you to a very prominent city. We want to, you're going to be and start your first steps of being a district manager. And we're going to give you two accounts to be over in Nevada. And, and it was at a time that I was, I knew I was through trying to do teaching Christian school. <laughs> but that day, it was like God held before me. Do you want to see what God can do in the wilderness, Kevin? Do you want to see what God can do with $325 a week? Do you want to see what God can do to be people filled with the Holy Ghost? To see young people live for God? I was a youth leader. Or do you want to go to what you think is the sure thing of a Marriott job, a car, and all the insurances? But always wonder what God would have done if you had just allowed yourself to be consumed for the good of the gospel. And here we are today, looking back over those years, so blessed of God, so thankful for the path the Lord has taken us on. Elaine, we didn't have a lot of money, but we've always had enough. Took us to Germany and Vienna and Serbia and Slovakia and Romania and Moldova and Latvia, Hungary. Gave us people that we love and, and appreciate and that we can work side by side with. all I can say today is that God wants you to you have to learn this it's, it, there's no switch here today that we can just flip and say okay I'm going to be consumed it's a matter of choice you get up every morning and say God I want to be consumed with your glory with your goodness with your purpose with joy unspeakable and full of glory I want to be what God wants me to be today. And it's a choice. It's a choice. Amen. You were meant to be consumed. Choose you this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. Sweet spirit of the Lord in this place right now. Just close your eyes and reach out to the Lord right where you stand. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. The Lord is so interested in you today. I believe that this very message was penned and prepared <clears throat> in order that somehow something could connect with your spirit you could go online and hear a lot of better messages much better prepared and yet I trust today 
that the words God has placed before all of our ears today are words of life, words of blessing, words of prosperity, words of confidence and, and strength, stability, growth, blessings. Our God is a yes God today. Amen. And so we prepare ourselves for him. Here, my Lord, use me. Here I am, Lord, consume me. Whatever your age is today is not important. Just how valuable today is with what you have heard. Amen. Lord, we love you. We praise you right now. Lord, let the Holy Ghost speak to us, I pray. Lord, I pray that every word, oh God, would be helps to us to grow in you, to develop in you. Lord, I pray for your word right now that would become light. It would, Lord, oh, that would be that consuming fire today that would take us to a new higher height. This year, Lord, let us dedicate our lives to you. Let us be that Christian, Lord prepared and readied for the master's work. Oh, Jesus, we love you and we praise you today. Have your way, we pray. Have your way, we pray. Praise the Lord.
the difference between the five foolish virgins and the, and the five unwise virgins was simply having oil to burn. Oil in the reservoir. Not knowing the day or the time. Not knowing when the groom would come. Just prepared. And I think today that that's what God is doing in the church in Chelsea. We are in this for the long haul. We're in this for God to do great things. And who knows how many people are just around the corner that we are going to witness to and touch. Amen. And your faithfulness will be so important. You wanna, we want to be that city set on a hill. We want to be that candle on the candlestick, not hid, but a light to shine. It doesn't matter how much lumens it has. It's just that it's lit unto the Lord. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And I'm um, looking forward to uh, Wednesday night Bible study. We'll have a good time. No prayer meeting this week, okay, uh, at, at the church here on Thursday. And um, looking forward to, amen, next week. Uh, we'll have a great weekend. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day.